Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forgive Me would not be possible without our generous parishioners. We'd love to thank Jason Crane for running a How to Live Out of Your Van workshop at St. Patrick's. Hearing about the 20,000 miles that you've traveled was so interesting. We're not sure how many of the attendees will use the skills you taught, considering most have never left a 20-mile radius of our little town, but we loved it nonetheless. We'd love to thank Edward for fixing the St. Patrick's Wi-Fi last week. We know you normally work with supercomputers, and this may be way below you, but Sister Catherine was yelling at me about not being able to quote-unquote attend to the church's administrative duties, even though we all know she's actually spending her time on the dark web. Either way, we really appreciate it. Become a part of our community over at patreon.com slash roguedialogue. Try to finish this last stitch on your own. I have a guest to greet. Hello there. How may I help you? Hi, I'm from St. Patrick's over on Church Street. I'm here to pick up Father Clem. Oh, Father Benjamin. Apologies. I didn't notice the collar right away. Um, come this way. He's, uh, he's right through here. Uh, okay. It's been such a delight having him here with us. He's really become such an integral part of the community here. This is our main living space, by the way. Records on Tuesdays. And we actually have residents play live music on Wednesdays and Fridays. We really try to put the living in assisted living. Wow, that's very nice. And right through here. And this is his room. Father Clown, your uh, co-priest is here? Sorry, is that right? I've never thought about what you'd call each other. <laughs> that that works for me. Good afternoon, Father. It looks like your stay with us is at an end. Father Benjamin here is coming to take you back. It's great to meet you, Father Clem. Glad to see you're doing better. Is he okay? Can he hear me? <laughs> Heavens, yes. Did nobody tell you about his vow of silence? Father Clum has been in constant prayer since his open-heart surgery. It made for some pretty, uh, quiet communion services here at the facility. But, hey, he sure makes for a great guest. I'd imagine you folks keep it interesting regardless. We do our best. 
You know, the other residents here have loved having him with us. He's such a patient listener, even in silence. He's a truly soulful person, if you can believe it. Father, you take care now, okay? It's been delightful having you here. We'll have someone come and bring out your suitcase. Mm. No? That's fine. I can carry it for him. All right. Well, I've got a couple of other patients to visit in the hall. Is it all right if you show yourselves out? I, I think we can manage. Thanks so much. Have a great, uh, a blessed day. <laughs> you too. Here we go, Father. Mm. Left the heat running in the car out front, but you'll still probably want to zip that coat up. It's miserable out here today. Mm. Let me get the door for you. All good? Great. Jesus Christ. All buckled up. All right, let's hit the road. I have to say, I'm glad to see you're on the mend for not totally unselfish reasons. It's been pretty exhausting running a one-man show over at St. Pat's. Not to say that the parishioners haven't been supportive. In all honesty, for a community this size, I'm really impressed with the engaged group of lay people we have. It's just, and I hate to say it, I think at times they might be too engaged. Not that people can never be too faithful, of course, but definitely a bit overzealous when it comes to how things run at the parish. Which isn't to say that how you ran things was wrong. I think the church community is fantastic, and your services must have been beautiful for how all the people mentioned missing them. And that is wonderful. I just guess I'm my own person and it's difficult because I want to help and the only way I know how is in my own way. I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, right. Um, sorry, a am I talking too much? I know with your current focused prayer, it's pretty one way Well, I think it's great that you've taken your recent challenges as an opportunity to engage more closely with God. I'm sure it's been a harrowing time, and I'm really impressed by your ability to let faith guide you through it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the parish will be excited to see you. Uh, they're certainly sick of me.
Father Clem, are you smoking? Uh, calm your eyes down. I'll open a window. What? Uh, I... Uh, you, you shouldn't... You're... You, wait, you're, you're speaking? Son, you're not the boss of me. I've been stuck in the dungeon for half a year, and I want to celebrate my escape. Sue me. How'd you even get a cigarette? The old warden in there, Lisa. She's got a bad habit of leaving a purse around. You stole from her? Oh, please. It was only one cigarette to celebrate my freedom. Honestly, I would have preferred the cigar, but uh, beggars can't be choosers. Father, I can only imagine how difficult of a time this has been for you, but given your recent scare, I think it would be best if you didn't smoke right now. Oh, what? Oh, God will strike me down. <laughs> he only tried once, this spineless bastard. Now you sit there and drive back, and I'll sit here, and I'll enjoy this. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. But you're talking now? What happened to your silent prayer? Oh, that was just to keep the leashes at the home of my case. You know how clingy old fogies like that can be to us, priests. Last thing I needed was to be the center of attention in that prison. I thought they all seemed quite nice. <laughs> you would. <laughs> uh, kind of backfired on me, though. Most of them were like you and mistook my silence for listening, so all of a sudden I had a line of walkers waiting for their chance to clear the docket. You know, in case they uh, kicked the bucket during the sewing circle. So you were just faking silent prayer? I didn't want to talk to anyone, so I didn't talk to anyone. Never made some big proclamation about it, and nobody asked. Didn't really make a difference to the idiots there. Father, sorry to be blunt, but... Are you okay? Uh, sorry, not to pry or anything, but from what I heard about you, you've always been a pretty serious man of God. Not that I'm saying you're not anymore, and of course you've just been through a lot lately, it's just... you seem a bit... disgruntled? <laughs> oh, oh, disgruntled? <laughs> it's Ben, right? Yes, uh, that's my name. Well, Ben... What you'd call disgruntled, I call liberated. My recent brush with death really helped me get my priorities in order. What do you mean? I'm sure you heard stories about the uh, power of a near-death experience. Hell, I bet there's even a few pamphlets about this somewhere in the closet back at the church. You know what I'm talking about, though. Uh, people have visions, uh, they see a light, uh, touched by an angel, yeah? Sure. Well, I had a vision, too. It really opened my eyes. Do you know what I saw, Ben? What? I saw Christ himself. He walked with me down a wooded path. He told me it wasn't my time yet, and there was work yet for me to do. I've been anxiously waiting to get back and begin my service ever since. Really? That doesn't really track with everything else you've said so far. 
but I... Of course it doesn't! <laughs> I saw nothing then! <laughs> An infinite soulless black abyss! I got you, though. I got you good! <laughs> Thank you for that. So what are you saying? Uh, you you didn't have a spiritual vision, so you woke up uh, a, a grump? But I did have a vision. It really cleared things up. At all these years of one-sided conversations, uh, now I realize I was only talking to my damn self. Father, don't say that. The Lord is mysterious, sure, and he tests us in all manners of ways, but that doesn't mean he isn't always up there listening. Not all of us got into this line of work because of some divine calling, you know. Uh, most of the dopes of my generation were uh, just the runs of the litter in the eight-person family whose mother took to calling him a little priest. I don't think I get what you're trying to say. That's not to get. I figured it out. The whole thing. It's just bullshit. It's nothing at all. So you had a heart attack and survived, and you somehow managed to lose faith from that? I didn't lose faith. I gained faith in nothing. Okay, what does that exactly mean? I'm free from all of these asinine rules and concepts like goodness and efficiency. I can luxuriate in this pointless, nothing existence until the next one hits and I'm gone. So what will you do now? Uh, what do you mean? I mean, what's next? You've been a priest for years now and you're walking away from this life and I don't know what's... No, 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 son. You misunderstand me. I'm not leaving the church. <laughs> this place is my nest egg. A 75-year-old man with no skills and no family? <laughs> I think I'll stay on at St. Patrick's. Thank you very much. Of course, I'll leave the heavy lifting of regular services to you, uh, the youth, and just enjoy whatever time I have left before I start to decompose. Father, I I'm, I'm sorry. I know you've given your life to the church, but I can't exactly sit by and let you degrade the vocation like that. Uh, from what I hear, you had no problem degrading the vocation with a uh, parishioner's wife in Binghamton. <coughs> How the hell do you know about that? <laughs> Your old head pastor and I went to seminary together. He came by to check on me after the heart attack and talked my ear off about my accident, having been the perfect dumping spot for this asshole kid who couldn't keep it in his pants. <laughs> it's funny, though. I didn't break the silence for him. I wonder what makes you so special. Fuck, you're not going to tell anyone, are you? I've been around these people long enough to know I'm as good as gone if word gets out. Your secret's safe with me, son. No need to see my lovely parish get out its torches and pitchforks. So long as you let me do whatever I damn well please, no questions asked. This is so screwed up. More screwed up than you getting an elderly man kicked out of his home? <sighs> Come on, Clem, you know that it's more complicated than that. See, it's all pointless anyway. Why don't we both just get to keep what we got going? You can play the annoying Mr. Progressive Priest role I keep hearing about from old Margaret, and I'll get some much-deserved relaxation. And the future of St. Pat's is yours for the taking. Fine. Wunderbar. I think this is the start of a great chapter in our pitiful lives. We are not friends, though. I want you to call me father in the church and show me the same respect I show you. I'll call you whatever I want, Twinkle Toes. 
great. Ah, we're here. Good old St. Patrick's. Thanks for the ride, Father. Uh-huh. Oh, and uh, Romeo, if you don't mind driving over to the Storkvig, I'm going to go ahead inside and put my feet up, but I have had such a craving for some donuts. Me is a Rogue Dialogue production. This episode was written and directed by Jack Marone and Barbara Munda. Here's our cast. Daniel Ellett, Lisa. Casey Callahan, Father Ben. Josh Rubino, Father Krem. Script editing by Jordan Stillman. Sound design, score, and mixing by me, Adam Raymunda. All of our graphic design comes from Sam Twardy. Keep up to date with everything relating to Forgive Me by following at Forgive Me Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Did you like the show? If you did, go follow it on your favorite podcast player. If you really enjoyed it, rate it and review it on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. This podcast is made possible by our supporters on Patreon. By becoming a patron, you can get access to an ad-free feed, director's notes on each episode, music from the show, and more. Become a patron over at patreon.com slash roguedialogue. No matter what, thanks for listening. We'll be back in a few weeks with episode number two. We're so pumped to be back. Bye! The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Sure I can't get you a drink? Uh, I, um... They'd had a moment, hadn't they? That afternoon when Garrett had smiled just like this, warm-eyed and amused in a way that made Tony want another cigarette, but also want to step forward and... Hey, Kate, what are you writing? Ah! New text post on Thursday, May 21st. Title. Why you should be watching Selkirk. So, Selkirk fandom. Who wants to read my 5,000 word essay, Garrett, last name, Secret Werewolf? I'm Kate, by the way. They kissed? I think I lucked out when I found Selkirk. Because if I'd loved something else, I would have made friends, and I would have been able to read a ton of great stories. But this way, I met you. Me and Day You, a new story about love and fandom from the Procyon Podcast Network.